Those who had been baptized devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of the Lord. A reading from 1 Peter. It is a credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. <clears throat> if you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to do this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that, free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way as a thief and abandoned, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. O oh God, whose Son Jesus is the good shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls each one of us by name and follow where he leads. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, good morning. 
My name is John Newton. I serve as Bishop Andy Doyle's Chief of Staff here in the Diocese of Texas. A big part of my job is to be present with our churches and to preach the gospel and to remind you that you are part of a much larger diocesan family that's really, really proud of the good work that God is doing in and through this community. And so I'm really glad to be at St. Thomas this morning. I want to thank Mike for having me, and I want to thank you for having me. It really is great to be here this morning as your preacher and as your guest. A few years ago, I went to the island of Iona, the birthplace of Celtic Christianity. Iona's Beauty and history make it a thin place, a place where heaven invades earth in a way that is too tangible to deny. And if you've never been, Iona is chock full of biblical metaphors. It's got raging winds and narrow paths and foaming seas and solid rocks and flowing hills and drooping valleys. And of course, Iona has sheep. Iona has tons of sheep, and I remember on this trip seeing one lamb in particular that wandered outside her pen, but upon realizing that she was outside the fold, she started to panic, bleeping or bawling or whatever it is that scared sheep do. Well, the gate, it was just 10 feet away, but she was not smart enough to walk back through that gate, and so she had a clever strategy. She tried running right through the barbed wire fence, and that did not work either time. <laughs> and so she then turned to plan B, which was to run round and round in circles. And of course, she was baffled when that didn't work. Meanwhile, the sheep inside the pen, they started to freak out because apparently a sheep's fear is contagious. And what followed was the most painful sounds you can imagine. Fifty sheep frantically bleeping and bawling all at once. It was loud and off-rhythm and obnoxious. Kind of sounded like a Miley Cyrus song, if you want to get a picture. Anyway, I had an epiphany that day, which was that those sheep needed a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd because... Well, for sheep, having a shepherd is a matter of life and death. Whenever left alone, they get lost and they panic and they wander outside the pen and they spin around in circles because they don't know what else to do. Sheep need a shepherd. Now, to prepare for this sermon, I had to do a little bit of research on sheep. I've learned that sheep are skittish and aloof, and it's not uncommon for a sheep just to wander off a cliff or to get tangled up in brush. They also have what's called a strong lead-follow tendency. One sheep moves and the others follow suit, even if it is right off a cliff. Their IQ is just below that of a pig, an animal whose deepest joy and life purpose uh, revolves around wallowing in the mud. My point is this, that the relationship of a shepherd to his sheep is not a sentimental relationship. No, it is an essential relationship. For the sheep, it really is a matter of life and death. Sheep do not have what it takes to make it on their own. They need a shepherd. And so here's the question I want us to wrestle with this morning on the fourth Sunday of Easter. What does it mean 
to say that we are Jesus's sheep? Or if you want to flip that question around, what does it mean to say that Jesus is our shepherd? And what I've come to see is that there are three things that all shepherds do. A shepherd speaks, a shepherd leads, a shepherd protects. A shepherd speaks to his sheep, a shepherd leads his sheep, a shepherd protects his sheep. And so first, a shepherd speaks to his sheep. I read somewhere that sheep can remember a human face for years, and in today's gospel, Jesus says that they are able to distinguish between voices as well. My sheep, Jesus says, hear my voice. In other words, I have trained my sheep to be able to tell when I'm the one speaking, when the words they are hearing are coming from me and not from some stranger. To say that Jesus is our shepherd is to assume that Jesus speaks to each one of us and that we can actually learn to hear and to trust in Jesus' voice. And this is a skill that we must cultivate. We're not born with it. A couple years ago, I got a call from a telemarketer who would not stop rambling. And so I had to interrupt. Listen, sir, you seem like a nice guy, but I'm just not interested. And that was very, very effective because the telemarketer quickly informed me she was a woman and hung up the phone. My point is that we need to learn to distinguish between voices. The day comes when an infant learns she can trust the voice of her father, but before that day, he is just another man. And hearing Jesus' voice is also a learned skill, a skill that we acquire over time by soaking ourselves in Scripture, by sitting before God in silence, and by spending time with people who have cultivated this capacity in their own life. But to say that Jesus is our shepherd is to say that Jesus is alive and that he calls each one of us by name and that Jesus speaks to us. And as Jesus speaks, Jesus leads. A shepherd will lead his sheep. As today's psalm puts it, he leads me beside still waters. He guides me along right paths for his name's sake. In other words, I lead them and not the other way around. Now, if you think about it, this idea that we are being led is a very, very scary idea. It goes completely against what we may have grown up believing because we really tend to think that faith is about making our own plans, dreaming our own dreams, about charting our own course, and then getting Jesus to help us out with all that. Lord, I want this job. Lord, I want this toy. Lord, I want my kids or my boss or my spouse to change in that particular way. The three words that begin so many of our prayers, Lord, I want. Unless, of course, you're partial to write one, in which case you'll say, Lord, I humbly beseech thee. Lord, I beseech thee for what I want. But like the lost sheep at Iona, whenever we pray, I want over time, we just wind up running in circles because here's the truth. All frustration with God comes from the illusion 
that we're the ones leading, that we're the ones in control, that our wants are necessary for our happiness. But as the author of Proverbs noted long ago, the human mind may plan the way, but the Lord directs the steps. And sometimes God directs us away from the very thing we have set our heart upon, especially when what we want is not the same thing as what we need. And that's the reason we need a shepherd to lead us away from the idols we are pursuing and towards the greener pastures of the kingdom of God. But then third, a shepherd protects his sheep. As today's psalm, which we sang, suggests sheep live their lives in the valley of the shadow of death, but they are led safely through. The point being that Jesus wants us to feel secure. Jesus wants us to know that every hair on our head is accounted for. In his letter to the Romans, Paul writes, For we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. For I am convinced that neither life nor death, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor anything else in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. I am convinced, Paul says, that my life is held firmly in Jesus' hands and that nothing and no one will ever snatch me out of those hands because Jesus won't let that happen. Jesus is my shepherd, and a shepherd protects his sheep. And so three things that all shepherds do, shepherds speak, shepherds lead, and shepherds protect. Now, all that being said, the good news of the Christian gospel is not that Jesus is just some shepherd, one of many. You might think about following. It's that Jesus is the good shepherd, that he is the only shepherd worth trusting because he knows each one of his sheep by name, and that Jesus has done something for us that no other shepherd would ever think about doing for his sheep, even if he could, and that's lay down his life for the sheep. Because what is so amazing about our faith is that Jesus, the good shepherd, is also the lamb who was slain, the lamb who left his father's pen to seek and save a wayward flock, the lamb who handed himself over to the wolves so that sheep like us could walk back through the gate we wandered out of in the first place. In other words, all shepherds speak and lead and protect their sheep, but Jesus loves his sheep, and Jesus saves his sheep, and Jesus died for his sheep. So maybe at times it feels like you have wandered outside the pen. Maybe even running in circles, trying to find your way back. The good news of the Christian gospel is always that the gate, it's always just 10 feet away. And that your shepherd has not lost sight of you. And so you can bleep and baa all you want. But there are green pastures and still waters to which you are being led right now. Even in your experience of sometimes feeling confused and sometimes feeling lost. And so as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, know that you are being led 
spoken to, protected, that you are not alone, for God is with you. And so do not fear any evil, as Psalm 23 says, for God's mercy and goodness shall follow you all the days of your life, and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.